Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. I'm just going to say it. If it makes you mad, I'm sorry. But wasn't this too much fun to have a negative show? I'll take that as a no. Man, just a great, great, great night. Just terrific, right? But I know it's it's a seven-game losing streak. The Royals are now 30 games under 500. I don't know. I mean, do you guys want to sit around and talk about that? Talk about how miserable this season has been? Man, if you were one of the 20,000 in attendance tonight, I think if anyone can understand my feeling right now, it's you. If you were in the ballpark tonight, you know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, that was a great night at the ballpark. No? Am I wrong? Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Now, as far as the game is concerned, it's, it's, it's fairly simple. Right, the X's and O's, I, I don't, listen. Before I go much further, credit to Matt Quatrero after the game. He, he takes the blame. He says, this one's on me. I don't know what I'm doing having Michael Massey squared a bunt against a guy that was as erratic as they come making his big league debut. Uh, Cube put his hand up and is doing his best to wear this one. And uh, I'll give it to him. If, if he wants the blame, okay, we can, I'll blame the manager for this one. That's not what I was thinking. As I'm watching the game, it's, to me, very simple why you lost. The Royals had three opportunities tonight with a man on second and nobody out. A man on second and nobody out in the fourth inning, in the fifth inning, and in the tenth inning. That man didn't score once. Meanwhile, the Cincinnati Reds had a man on second with nobody out four times tonight. He scored every time. There's your ball game. Hey, if Q wants the blame... It makes my job a lot easier. Okay, let's blame the manager and get ready for tomorrow's game with Jordan Lyles on the hill. But to me, it... it, And I said as much to... I'm sitting next to Annie Rogers of MLB.com, sitting next to her during the game. When Nick Prado drew that leadoff walk in the fifth, and then Salvi singled the center to make it first and second with nobody out... Now, keep in mind, this is bottom five. Royals are up 3-1. Grinky's looking good. The offense is looking good. Royals score two in the first, another in the second. Two on, nobody out in the fifth. Keep in mind, this is on the heels of a leadoff double in the fourth from Michael Massey, and he's left stranded. But in that fifth inning with two on and nobody out, Melendez flies out to left field. Bobby flies out to left field, and Michael Massey strikes out looking. After that fifth inning, 
Now I'm 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 anything but a you know, baseball savant. So I I would imagine we were all thinking the same thing watching this game. When they don't capitalize there in the fifth, I looked over and said, well, they'll regret that. Now that these past two innings will definitely come back to bite them. And they did. Fourth inning, fifth inning, man on second, nobody out. Can't get them in. Reds get them in twice in the sixth, again in the ninth, and again in the tenth. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. I mean, this was just shaping up to be such an energetic, positive postgame show. Gorgeous weather, 72 degrees at first pitch. The most talented quarterback in the history of the game. The greatest offensive mind in the history of football. The greatest tight end in the history of the game. All of them show up. Kelsey throws a strike. Now, slipped on the mound. Did you guys pick that up, Travis Kelsey, in that first pitch? His plant leg, his his left leg, kind of slipped down the mound. If I didn't almost fall out of my chair just imagining something happening to that knee or that ankle or that hamstring or anything, oh, my God. Nice job, though, Travis Kelsey. So Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, three Hall of Famers. And then Zach Granke goes out there, and outside of a – Meaty pitch to the eight hitter. Zach Greinke pitched very well. Salvador Perez, how about that moment in the ninth inning? Are you kidding me? Man, you can't tell me I'm supposed to be down after that. I know, 30 games below, seven-game losing streak. You telling me I don't know that? Come on. But when Salvi hits that 0-1 changeup that was put on a tee, when he destroys that thing, to tie this up in the bottom of the ninth inning. Um, I mean, how were you feeling? If you were in the building, you know what I'm talking about. I know this season has been miserable, but that was a that was a fun night at the ballpark. I, I, I know, Vern, you're a homer. Vern, this, that, whatever. That was a great baseball game. But I know. The record is 18-48. and 48. Man. All right, let's hear from you. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Tyler was at the game. Tyler's on his way home as we speak. Tyler, what'd you think of that 5-4 loss in 10 innings? Bro, I had a blast at the game. I've had a blast all season long. We just got to stop stranding guys in scoring position. Learn how to close the game out. Yeah. 100% 100% say, right. Amen to the fact that Cincinnati fans had to come into Kansas City and see that Lombardi host at the beginning of the game. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Thanks for the phone call, Tyler. Yeah, if you missed it, fourth inning, Michael Massey, a leadoff double. Edward Olivares cannot advance him. He strikes out swinging. Michael Garcia then draws an 11-pitch walk to put runners on first and second with one out. Drew Waters rolls over one, and Dyron Blanco lines out to the first baseman, ending that threat. 
I already explained what happened in the fifth. And then, in the tenth, they give you a base runner. They put a base runner in scoring position for you. Bobby Witt Jr. draws his third walk of the game, and just like that, it's first and second with nobody out. Royals trailing 5-4. to four. Michael Massey comes to the dish. And as I mentioned, Matt Quatrero taking the blame, saying I should have never asked him to bunt. He did. Didn't work out for Massey as he's in the hole quickly, one and two, and then he flies out to center. Olivares pops out to the third baseman after getting ahead in the count 3-0. Doesn't get back into the box until there's six seconds left on the pitch clock. He's charged a strike. And then Michael Garcia flies out to end the game. Tough one. I haven't even talked about the defense tonight. The defense of Zach Granke stabbing that 107-mile-per-hour missile right back at him and then doubling off the runner at first base in the fifth. MJ Melendez. How about MJ's night in right field? Throwing out Matt McClain at third base in the first inning and then a beautiful MJ to Bobby to Michael Garcia who put a great, great tag on Benson for the first out of that seventh inning. Again, if 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 you paid money and if you bought a ticket for this game, I I think you got your money's worth, but if you weren't in the building, I, I don't know if you can understand what I'm talking about. Amy from Olathe was at the game. Amy, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Are you, are you with me? Was that a fun night tonight? It was great. We had a great time. It was just in the very beginning with the chief stuff. It felt like, it felt like back in like 2015 when fans were excited to be there. Yeah. This is the, the crowd. And then to see Blanco get his first career hit, that was just, it was really good. And then Salvi, oh my oh goodness. My God. We're like, Salvi, can you come through for us? And he does. Yep. And we think, okay, we're going to win. And then, then we don't. But, you know, I saw a lot of positives. Michael Massey, two doubles. I just saw a lot of the young kids. I saw a lot of, of positives. It was just a great night. Yeah, that's how I feel, Amy. Thank you very much. I was very afraid to open up the show by saying that. Thought you guys were going to jump down my throat. I I could talk about Salvador Perez for another hour. Really, the, the, the past two games from Salvador Perez, I'm getting chills thinking about it, man. We are watching greatness. Whether that greatness ends up in Cooperstown or not, Whatever. That dude's legendary. I said it yesterday on the On Deck Show. Going into the finale in Baltimore. Right, the end of the dad's trip. Royals were 0-5 on the trip going into yesterday. And I put forth a challenge, whatever that means. But on the On Deck Show yesterday, I'm looking around at this team saying, all right, who's had enough? Who's had enough? Who's going to have a, what do they always call those Mahomes games? The over my dead body games? Isn't that what the late, great Therese Paler used to call those games? Right, we all know Patrick Mahomes, the over my dead body moments. 13 seconds against the Bills. The Super Bowls. Plural. Who's going to step up? And what happened yesterday? 
Salby right out of the gate, doubles in the first and scores. Next time up to the plate, hits a two-run blast to tie it up. And Salvi, get on my back, boys. I've been doing this for years. Here's how it's done. Now, they still lose the game yesterday, but not because of Salvador Perez. So today, you've now lost six in a row, surrounded by greatness. Mahomes and Reed, Granky's on the hill, Travis Kelsey's over there. Shoot, Harrison Butker's in the building. I'll call him great, too. Talk about the big kicks he's made. So Salvi's surrounded by greatness, and, and, and don't get it twisted, guys. These guys are showmen. Right? The greats are showmen. They feed off the crowd. They feed off the moment. They feed off the pressure. Case in point, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Harrison Butker, Salvador Perez. Ninth inning. You're, you're packing your stuff up, getting ready to head home, and Salvi says, not so freaking fast. Did you see that reaction he gave that dugout, slamming the bat down, screaming at his dugout, imploring them, let's go. Woo, man, I love myself some Salvador Perez over my dead body. He has been doing this since he came back from Tommy John surgery. Night in and night out, I'll do what I can, get on my back, I'll carry us as much as I can. How many times over the past few seasons have I said, in this chair, on this cho- on this show, how many times have I said, you know, if Salvador Perez doesn't do the damage, damage won't be done. And I said that dozens of times in 2021. I didn't say it as much, but said it quite often last year. I haven't needed to say it much or haven't said it much this season because, silly me, I think he's surrounded by more talent this year than he was last year or the year before. The the past two seasons have been miserable, and yet Salvi, night in and night out, did his best to single-handedly lead you to wins. And we all know that's not going to work. We all understand that's why this team has lost 90-plus games consistently. Because one 31, 32, 33-year-old catcher cannot do it alone. But God knows he tries. He played like a Hall of Famer, like a champion tonight. Endless amounts of love and respect to the great number 13. Let's go to David in Kansas City. David also at the game tonight as the Royals fall in 10-5-4. David, what'd you think? Uh, Yeah, I haven't been to a few baseball games for years. The Royals, I love baseball, and this is one of the best team efforts I've ever seen the Royals do for a long time. I was so proud of him. And Salvi, yeah, you're right. He was rocking the house. (laughs) So we really had a great time. We're coming out tomorrow, too, and hopefully we'll have as great a time as we had tonight. All right. Well, I hope to see you out here uh, and hope to see you out at Craft and Draft. If you get in the building soon enough, don't forget I'll be live at Craft and Draft tomorrow beginning at 6 o'clock, giving you a chance to win a pair of Royals tickets. I got tickets to the game in July when they're giving away the Bo Jackson bobblehead. Have you guys seen this? It, it's the famous Bo Jackson running up the, 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 the wall in Baltimore back in what, 1990. Uh, That's going to be a bobblehead in July that they give away. I got two tickets to the game, so you can grab those bobbleheads. 
I'll give you a chance to win them tomorrow, 6 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. Let's go to Sean in Overland Park. Sean, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. How's it going, buddy? All right. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Hey, I couldn't agree with you more. Very entertaining game. Uh, I'm going to do something that my wife likes to call carrot carrot stick. Uh, Like I said, very entertaining game. Fun to be there. Fun to watch. Salvi took a beating tonight. Oh, my God. Good point. I mean, and then beat the crap out of that baseball. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, Vern, other than that, it just doesn't seem like we do anything well. We don't base run well anymore for some reason. We don't feel very well. Tonight we had a couple good plays. We're just not consistent. And until we can get some consistency and do things just a little bit better, man, this is the way it's going to be all year. That's all I got to say. Well, well said. I do not disagree. I do want to thank our sponsor, Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. We appreciate your support for each and every one of these home games throughout the 2023 season. Royals drop a seventh straight game. Uh, 5-4, the final score. Royals lose in 10 innings. Their 23rd blown lead loss of the season. That's tied with the St. Louis Cardinals for the most in Major League Baseball. Yeah, Royals led this game 3-0 after 2. They would lose in 10-5-4. Quick timeout. We get back to your thoughts and head inside that Royals clubhouse after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. The 1-2. Benson drives it deep to right center, splits the gap, hits the grass, rolls all the way to the fence. Benson loses his helmet around first, digs to second, hits the back, trying for three. Witt Jr.'s relay. Do Garcia, the tag, in time, they got him! What a play! Oh, what a call. Jake Eisenberg, beautiful. Woo-hoo. I got chills listening to that one. Yeah, seventh inning. Leadoff hitter, uh, Will Benson. Maybe it's just Benson. I'm pretty sure it's Will Benson. Doubles to right field. Well, you heard the call. MJ to Bobby, Michael Garcia. A beautiful tag. The second of two tremendous throws from Royals right fielder MJ Melendez. He gets Matt McClain at third for the second out in the first inning and then the first out in the seventh inning as you just heard there from Jake Eisenberg as the Royals lose in 10 innings 5-4 they led 3-0 Granke gives up a leadoff home run in the third and the 3-1 Royals lead would last until the sixth Zach Granke goes back out at 78 pitches heads out in the sixth inning to face the nine hitter And Luke Maley doubles to center. And then Granke faces the leadoff hitter for a third time, gives up an RBI double to him. That's when Q makes his trip out to the mound and brings in Jose Quas, who two batters later would give up an RBI single to Jonathan India to tie it up at three. In the ninth inning, the Reds would score one off of Scott Barlow, but Salvi would tie it up with a solo job in the bottom of the ninth. 4-4 going to extras. Cincinnati once again executes with a man in scoring position. 
the Royals are unable to do so. Let's head inside the Royals clubhouse and hear what MJ Melendez had to say to the Kansas City media and Bally Sports Kansas City about his nice night defensively. He went one for five offensively with an infield single at the first. And I don't know if you heard, but Matt Quatrero said they had him timed down the line at 3-9, 3.9 seconds. Anything under four, you're flying. Um, so MJ Melendez on an 0-2 pitch, a beautiful swing to knock it the other way and beat the throw from Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, How about that young man? He didn't even have a hit tonight. Way to go, Royals. Royals are 30 games below 500. Here's MJ Melendez following his one for five night at the dish and a solid night in right field. Yeah, the first one, uh, India hit it a little off the end of the bat and uh, thought about charging and try to catch in the air, but it was a little hit a little bit too soft. So, um, you know, once I saw him rounding and had the ball in hand, thought uh, should be make an accurate throw. And uh, thankfully, you know, Michael put a good tag on him and, and got him out. Those, those tags from Garcia, they, they have oh, yeah. you tonight. Oh, huge. Um, that one, and then obviously the player uh, later in the game, uh, Benson hit that hit that ball in the gap, and um, a great relay by Bob. You know, put that ball right on the money and uh, was able to get another huge, huge out there for us. When you talk about trying to charge that first one or wait for it to come in, is that maybe different than what you would have when you're first starting out in right field? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something different, something that you kind of learn with uh, with reps and, um, you know, obviously in BP trying to take as many as possible, but, um, you know, nothing's going to fully replicate the game um, besides those actual plays that happen. Uh, so just, you know, the more reps I get out there with different situations, balls hit at different angles, uh, I feel like the, the more comfortable and the better I'm, I'm getting at those. Again, that is Royals right fielder MJ Melendez, thanks to Annie Rogers of MLB.com, asking the questions there a pair of outfield assists for MJ he becomes the first Royal with two outfield assists in a game since Hunter Dozier Hunter Dozier back in September of 2021 phone lines are open for you 913-586-7610 my game notes following this 5-4 5-4 extra inning loss are presented by Jay's Southland Toe Service. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to give you the negative stats. I got so many of them. I mean, but what matters, you know, they've lost 48 of the first 66 games. There's your negative stat. No, I got you know, something good to pass along. Congratulations to, well, Zach Granke passing Paul Splittorf. For fifth on the franchise's all-time strikeout list. And congratulations to Salvador Perez, his ninth career go-ahead or game-tying home run in the ninth inning or later. Matches Alex Gordon for the second most in franchise history behind only, say it with me, George Brett. George did it 14 times. Salvi, Gordo, nine Salvi could catch George. Could. Uh, Salvi's homered in consecutive games for the 36th time in his career. The only Royal to do that more? Yeah. George Brett, who did it 38 times. 913-586-7610. That's our phone number following this extra innings loss. 
and again, I'm 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 not trying to uh, you know sweeten this one up or act as if it was a you know try to give you any sort of silver lining. I'm not trying to do that. Okay. But I know I was smiling more than frowning tonight, and I've been doing a lot of frowning. I don't know if I smiled at all on that road trip. I was smiling watching Pat and Andy, watching Kelsey with that first pitch, watching Granky. Did you see the little wry grin from Granky when he caught that line drive off of the bat of Will Benson? 107 off the bat, goes right in his glove. He goes to first to pick off the base runner. Has that little wry grin on his face. That made me smile. Salvi's home run and the emotion that he showed, man, I was juiced. Even Taylor Clark going out there and facing some difficulties, getting a big hand from uh, MJ Melendez in that play that we described moments ago. But, But Taylor Clark tonight. He throws a a scoreless seventh inning to extend his career-best scoreless streak to 16 frames, 15 appearances. It's the longest active run in Major League Baseball. How about a Roldis Chapman? You're telling, well, I don't know if I was smiling. I was cowering. Could you imagine standing in the box against that dude? 100.3 puts away Jonathan India. Ellie De La Cruz can just stare at 100 miles per hour as he strikes out. And then my buddy Spencer Steer swung through 101, and then Aroldis stood there and brooded over those Cincinnati Reds. Man, there was so much good tonight. But this is a bottom-line business. This is a billion-dollar business. And right now, the returns are brutal. 18-48. and 48. Let's go to the J Southland Tow Service text line. 913-586-7610. From the 816, Vern, I took my three girls to the game. They've been to 20-plus games with me already. But they said this was the most exciting game they've ever seen, and they wish they could go tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. That's how I feel. But then, see, you know, this from uh, Raj in the Ozarks. Yeah, Vern, uh, weather perfect, Chiefs on point, Salby ninth inning, home run to tie it, Bobby and MJ clicking on that relay. We just keep taking the L's like it's a given, though. I will never settle that a loss is ever acceptable. Yeah, but I I, I just, I, I can't. Maybe this is what you guys want, and, and, and you you let me know. I'm you know I'm, I'm supposed to do this show for you, and I understand you're not listening to each and every night, so you haven't heard me for 66 games now. But I I, I just I, I I can't do it. I, I I can't be miserable every single night. I can't. Because I wasn't. It it wouldn't be real if I'm sitting here acting as if I'm angry. I'm not. That was a tremendous night at the ballpark, a a great night of baseball. Maybe not the best night of Royals baseball, but that was a fun night of ball. I enjoyed it. 
And again, the reason why you lost is just so evident. For as much as Matt Quatrero, and again, I appreciate him saying this one's on me. I should not have asked Michael Massey to bunt against a rookie pitcher that had no control. So Q raises his hand and says, put this one on me, but I, 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 I could see how this one was going after the fourth and fifth innings. When you have a man on second with nobody out and he doesn't score either time. Again, Royals three opportunities with a man and man on second with nobody out. Doesn't score once. The Reds had four such opportunities, and their base runner scored every time. That's the game. In my opinion, that's the game. So I don't know how much there is to discuss about the loss. Now, if you want to talk about the season and the organization and how they turn it around and when, if ever, they turn it around, okay. We, I'm, I'm always happy to have that conversation, but if you really want me miserable after the 48th loss in game 66, man, I might be tapped out. That's not true. If you were listening this road trip, you know I'm not tapped out. (sighs) Mike in Omaha writes in, Vern, great job by Salvi with the home run in the ninth, but how does he drop that ball at home to allow what proved to be the game-winning run to score in the tenth? Uh, How? I, I mean, it was a... Tough throw by Michael Garcia. Uh, that, that, that's not in, with, 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 with a base runner heading home and, and you're at third and you need to get it around the base runner. I don't know how Michael Garcia makes a better throw. Now, there's a lot in the eyesight of Salvador Perez. I, I don't know how easy of a play that was. But Salvi's not the reason why you lost. Not saying that's what you're... Uh, I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but how does he do it? I, I don't I don't know. I, I didn't think it was as easy of a play as maybe you did, Mike. I don't know. Uh, we'll hear from Zach Granke coming up, but right now let's go back to the phone calls. 913-586-7610. Let's go to Ty in Sedalia. Ty, what do you got for us tonight, buddy? You know, we got to find every single way to stay happy with this. how this season's gone. You know, I don't blame you for being happy after this game. I you know, it was a horrendous, I mean, it was a fun game. Watching Salvi there and the, and the ninth getting that home run, that was fun to see. But I, I kind of want to say I did hear earlier that Oakland was winning against Tampa, so Pew. we kind of got to be on watch there as if they win again. Oh we're only one game ahead of them for the worst record in baseball. Well, they're like the hottest team in baseball because, yeah, they beat the Tampa Bay Rays. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you telling me that the Royals are one game in front of the Oakland A's right now? Oh, my God. They beat the Rays. Come on, man. Yeah. Royals are 18 and 48. The A's are 18 and 50. 
So, yeah, the, the Royals have a one-game lead. Sure, they've played two fewer games. What are we talking about? Royals lose an extra innings. We're really talking about the freaking Oaken. We'll hear from Zach Greinke after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Thriller Melendez next. There's a drive. Deep left field and gone. Salvador Perez with a count 0 and 1. And Buck Farmer gave him a pitch that he handled. And he smoked it over the wall in left field. And the game is tied at four. Home run. Number 14 for Salvador Perez and a huge home run. Oh, man, what a moment. Buck Farmer, first pitch to Salvador Perez, 95 miles per hour, middle, but on the outside part of the plate. Next pitch, 88 mile per hour changeup, middle of the plate, not on the outside. It split that bad boy, and Salvi sent it deep. Salvi's 14th ties it up at four apiece. Uh, but the Royals fall in 10 innings, five to four. Uh, well, the text line's doing a good job of bringing me down. <laughs> you know. I, I, I still see the positive out there, Vern. I was at the game from the 913. It was very fun. We had a blast. The play at second, the play at home. Overall, it was an awesome night, minus the loss, of course. Now, John in Mission writes in, Vern, heck no, I'm not negative tonight. It was a beautiful night at the ballpark, and at least they didn't get curb stomped. I appreciate Matt Quatrero's accountability, signed John in Mission. And then you have from the 913, Vern, what the hell is all this cheering about? I'm sick of it. This is why the front office is so inept. Because fans accept this garbage. Wake up, Kansas City. This is embarrassing. You freaking kidding me? You think? No. Not worth it. Too late. Not worth it. This is the fans' fault? Really? It's the fans' fault. Okay. Well, then it's your fault, too, bozo. The hell are you doing about it? Texting in? How about your call? Put a voice on it. It's the fans' fault. Get out of here. Let's head inside the clubhouse. Let's hear what Zach Granke had to say. Zach Granke gets three runs of support. And pitched well. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say I was surprised that he went back out for the sixth. I, I I didn't have an issue with it. Uh, but back-to-back doubles, they both come around to score. Again, that was the story of the game. Man on second, nobody out. Reds go four for four. Uh, that, that, that base runner scores every time the Royals go 0 for three. Uh, Granke threw five innings, 78 pitches, five innings, one run on four hits. Comes out in the sixth. Gives up back-to-back doubles. They both come around to score. Game knotted up at three. Let's hear what Granke had to say to the media on Bally Sports Kansas City following this 5-4, 10-inning loss. 
Uh, anytime the ball is hit at me, it comes in like slow motion for some reason. So felt felt like I had a lot of time. How would you? What would you take away from from that one today for you? Uh, did good for the most part. Defense played really good. Um, just got sloppy those last two batters. Way too much over the middle of the plate with some pitches, and uh, yeah, those are big mistakes. How was your? How would you assess your changeup and your your fastball today? Uh, good. I gave us some hits with my fastball, but I mean everything was fine. I just. Uh, too much in the middle of that last uh, that last uh, inning. Uh, first inning located good. They got some hits that first inning, but uh, MJ made a nice play, so it didn't score. And really just, uh, I mean, the home run was a bad pitch, but it was an OO fastball. I'm not too concerned about that one. Um, just... Uh, could have made a lot more quality pitches that last inning, for sure. Again, five innings, three runs on six hits for Zach. He doesn't walk a batter, and he strikes out four, passing Paul Splitorf for fifth most in Royals franchise history. And, uh, man, man, this this surprised me. Um, fifth start of the season for Granke. Eh, five innings, no walks. Nobody in Major League Baseball has done it more. He has nine walks this nine walks this season. Second best strikeout per nine in all the major league baseball. This guy's unbelievable. Well, obviously they don't put anybody in the Hall of Fame. Too bad though. Uh Granky does not factor in the decision. The loss goes to Carlos Hernandez. He's now 0-4. Uh, the record is now 18 and 48, and we turn to Jordan Lyles, who's 0 and 10. Royals still searching for a W in a Jordan Lyles start. They've lost the first 12. Let's see if uh, old lucky number 13 is the trick. It's Jordan Lyles going opposite the lefty, Brandon Williamson. It's tomorrow at 7:10. I'll be on the air with the on deck show beginning at six o'clock. Hey, don't forget Matt Quatrero joins Fesco in the morning every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Make sure you set an alarm for that. Thanks to Chris Inocero for the help back at the studio. Shout out to everybody that came out to this game. I know you had a good time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. You've been listening to Vern's post-game show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming.